Welcome to the Transformational Soul Show with your host, Ruth Saltman. Are you ready to experience more stability in your life? You can change your life and be who you are meant to be, your authentic self. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Transformational Soul. My name is Ruth Saltman, and I'm really happy that you're here. Hello, Veronica. So nice to see you. Um, I want to welcome you if you're here for the first time, and welcome back if you've been here before. We have an amazing spiritual family here. And I want to say hi to all of you watching on Rumble. Thank you all so much for being here. And before we get started, I like to take a couple minutes and do a few deep breaths, kind of relax a little bit, shake off all the stuff from the day. So let's take a deep breath and then we're going to let it out. And you can start to feel yourself relaxing a little bit. Let's do it again. And one more. And as we gather here together, we ask for our spiritual tribes to come in and form a sacred circle around us. We ask for all of the angels and archangels, all of our guides and angels, our healing angels, our higher selves, and all of our ancestors that have gone before to join with us now. We ask our spiritual tribe to wrap this sacred circle in a beautiful light-filled bubble of the highest vibration of love and light. We also ask that we be open to all messages that we receive and that we receive them with a love-filled heart and an open mind. We ask that they help us to heal and be for our highest and best good. We ask that we hear exactly what we need to hear and that we feel it at our very core. We ask that all messages be given and received with the highest vibration of love and light. And so it is. So I have quite a few messages or announcements rather. Um, so this past Saturday, as I have been talking about, I had my first author fair and it was absolutely amazing. I met a lot of awesome people. I got a lot of positive feedback about my books and other merchandise that I had with me that I had made. It was really hot that day. The heat index or the feels like whatever you call it was 107 and it was outdoors. So it was really hot. It was windy. So stuff was blowing a bit and I had to, you know, readjust my table a little bit. Um, but it was so worth it. It was so much fun. Um, I published my first book during the shutdown. So I didn't get to do any events or anything surrounding my book. It was so exciting to go to this indie author fair and celebrate my books. It was, I felt like it was really long overdue. Um, I realized, you know, everything happened so fast for me. I published my book in October. I was a special guest on Laura's show in November, I believe. And then in December, I got my own show. It's like I really didn't have time to um, catch my breath or celebrate it or just to feel it and absorb it all um, and let it all sink in. So I felt like, you know, I didn't get to do anything to celebrate that huge accomplishment because it really was a huge accomplishment. 
Um, so that's what Saturday was for me. And I think that's why I was so excited and why I enjoyed it so much. Um, I want to thank everyone who has, um, thank you so much, Tiffany. She said, congratulations on your author fair. Yes, it was really hot, but I, I would totally do it again. Um, thank you so much to those of you who have sent in testimonials for our shows and show hosts. Um, we really appreciate you doing that. If you would like to show your gratitude for Goldilocks Productions hosts or shows, all of them, one of them, um, you can send in a testimonial, um, just like a couple, two, three sentences, and you can do it right on the Goldilocks Productions website. So all you have to do is go to the website, click on testimonials up at the top, and a little box will pop up where you can enter your testimonial. So it's really, really easy. And it's a really nice way for you guys to be able to give back to us. Um, now, I don't always do messages, depending on what I'm talking about on any given night. There isn't always time. When I do those messages, um, those messages are freely given to all those who ask for one as time allows. A donation is not necessary or required. However, Going forward, if you would like to receive an additional perk during the live show, you may make a donation of $5 or more, and your messages will be first in line in the order in which they're received, and you will get a little bit longer message. Um, that is my way of showing my appreciation and gratitude for your donation. Now, please note that donations of $4.99 and below will go towards the show host, and by production costs, which means that you don't get the additional perks uh, of moving up in line or of a longer message. You will still receive a message as time allows. Um, thank you for your donation if you choose to donate at any given time. If you would like to send a tip or donation, you can do that via my Venmo at Ruth, R-U-T-H dash Saltman, S as in Sam, O-L-T, M as in Mary, A, N as in Nancy, or Super Chat or Super Sticker on YouTube, or Rumble Rant on Rumble. Um, the Venmo option, the Venmo option is preferred as it allows us to keep 100% of your donation. It's much appreciated. Um, my spiritual business is how I make a living, so every single dollar counts. If you'd like to sponsor this show or any of the Goldilocks shows, you can contact my producer, Tiffany White Sage Woman, to find out how you can do that. So my IM cards that I've been talking about are now available. I don't actually have them with me. They're still packed in my box. I kept a deck to um, use as a display deck so that people can look at them and everything. Um, but I, I do have the link posted online where you can go right to the store and just order them right directly from the store. Um, so I did this last summer. Hello, Jill. Nice to see you. I did this last summer, and I'm going to do it again this summer. I'm going to change things up for the summer again. I scheduled some amazing special guests and special guests for the Words of Wisdom segment. The whole summer is covered. Now, my first special guest of the summer is Paige Sullivan Ashmore. She will be here next week, June 1st, to kick off the summer. 
You may have seen her on Tiffany's show, Spiritual Insight, or on Robin's show, Cosmic Soul Food. She does these incredible past life readings, and she will be here to share her gift with us. So you don't want to miss out on that. So stay, you have to stay tuned to find out who else will be visiting us this summer. But let me tell you, it's going to be a great summer. And speaking of words of wisdom, this segment gives you the opportunity to come live with me to tell your story. It gives you the opportunity to own your story. Um, your story will inspire and motivate someone else. If you would like to come on and tell yours, you can message me on Facebook or email me at Ruth at RuthSaltman.com. Um, now, I do have the summer is booked for Words of Wisdom, but I'm looking at booking now for September through December. Um, sometimes I will get that little nudging of you need to talk to this person about it. You know, they need to come on and tell their story. It's time. So sometimes I do that. Sometimes people will just contact me. Hi, Marsha. So nice to see you. So tonight, what we're going to be talking about is a healthy lifestyle. Now, you know, when we hear the term healthy lifestyle, we tend to think, you know, very often that it's the foods that we eat. And, you know, and that is partly true. Um, while a healthy diet is part of a healthy lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle encompasses so much more. Um, a healthy lifestyle involves every part of our being, not just the physical, but the mental, emotional, and spiritual as well. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Hello, Devin. I hope you are feeling better. So how many, how often do we go to the fridge or to the pantry to look for something to eat when we're not even hungry? We're just a society of junkies, carb junkies, um, snack junkies, um, fast food junkies. All of the ads and commercials tell us what we should eat. And it's usually something that is not good for us, something that is loaded with sugar and a lot of harmful additives. I can't recall the last time I saw a fruit, vegetable, or salad commercial. Um, mostly they're foods, if you want to call them that, that are not good for us. Hello, Linnell. Nice to see you. We need to know what is in the food that we are eating. Um, you know, I don't know exactly when all of this processed foods became so huge like it is now. And, you know, they make all of this stuff and they do it in such bulk that they can make it cheap. So that's why, you know, you go to the store and it's, you know, $2 for a bag of potato chips. You think, wow, that's a really good deal. And you look at a watermelon and it's eight bucks. So, um, of course, a watermelon is going to be a lot better for you. But, you know, a lot of people are on fixed incomes. A lot of people don't have you know, the financial means to be able to eat exactly what they want to eat. Um, Marcia said, it is said, if you have an open floor plan where you see the kitchen, you might eat more than living in a home with a closed off kitchen. Hmm, I can understand that because you're seeing it. You're always thinking about it. And I've also heard, and you might know this, Marcia, um, 
the color red, if you have your, your eating area, you know, painted red, that you will eat more. I don't know if that's true, but I have heard that. Maybe you could shed some light on that, Marsha, if you know, or if anyone does. But um, many times, you know, we eat just what's readily available, what's easy, easily available. We don't want to take the time to cook because it takes, it does take a lot of time. It takes time to prepare your food when you're using like fresh vegetables or, you know, that's a lot more work than, you know, say, you know, picking up a pizza, you know. And I know a lot of people do have time constraints because of their schedules. You know, kids have activities in the evening after school, which I know school is about over for this year. But um, that's just one example, you know, or you get home from different events. You don't eat till eight or nine o'clock. Nobody wants to cook that late. But we really have to start thinking about what it is that we're putting into our bodies. The better foods that we eat, the foods that are more nutritious and, oh, excuse me, the foods that are more nutritious, they have a higher, um, you know, value as far as nourishment. We don't need to, we don't, we shouldn't eat just to eat. We need to eat to nourish our bodies so that, you know, we have healthy vessels. We need to be mindful of how you feel when you eat the foods that you do. Linnell says, my mom raised us not eating junk food. No sugar, just honey in our house. That's awesome. Wheat bread, no white. We did pretty well in my family as well. That's awesome, Linnell. That is awesome. But be mindful of how you feel when you eat certain foods. Um, there's a great app out there, and I know I've talked about it before, Robin McGuire is the one, you know, that suggested this. It's called, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, Yuka, Y-U-K-A. And it has a picture of a carrot on it. But if you download it, it will let you scan the barcode on your foods and it will tell you what's in it. Like, you know, if it's a, it gives you a rating also from, I believe, 1 to 100. And um it'll tell you what additives are in it if they're harmful ones ones that don't you know won't hurt you or whatever and once you start using it you will be shocked at the things that are in your food that you never thought of because when i downloaded it i went into the pantry and i started scanning a bunch of stuff and let me tell you i was mortified it's unbelievable the stuff that they will sneak into your food um <clears throat> You know, and I know some people don't want to know. They would rather just eat what they eat and, you know, not worry about it. But once you know, you're probably going to want to make some of those changes, which I know everyone is not ready to. And that's okay, you know. Maybe you're not ready yet, but just know that this information is available to you when you are. Because, you know, when we've had years of eating our comfort foods or our sweets or whatever they are, um, a lot of times the food brings us joy. And we feel like if we stray from that and make all these changes, even though they're positive changes, we feel like we're going to be missing out on something or it's not going to be as good as it is now. Um, but when you see how differently you feel, you'll realize that it is good. Um, and look at how we are as a society with food. 
Okay. We celebrate everything with food. We celebrate birthdays. We celebrate the holidays. Um, you know, we always have these big, we have parties and everything is centered around food. Um, and I don't know, but I have never gone to anyone's house that had a barbecue or any kind of party where they had healthy food. They might have one, like they might have salad with other stuff, but it's usually, um, and I'm not knocking anyone because, you know, when you are making stuff for a lot of people, it's cheaper to buy. Things are going to stretch and go farther. But I'm just saying, be very mindful of what you put in your body. And know, notice how you feel. You know, if you eat salad for lunch, you know, how does your body feel afterwards? Do you feel light? Do you feel energetic? Or are you eating something heavier that's, that feels like it's just laying in the pit of your stomach and it feels like a very heavy energy? Notice all of that because your body will tell you. Let's go up here. I missed some comments. Your body will definitely, definitely tell you what it needs and what it doesn't want. Uh, let's see. Veronica says, my body tells me straight away if it doesn't want what I'm eating. I'm lucky as well that I crave what it does need. That's awesome. That is awesome. Linnell says, so thankful now. I wasn't a happy kid, though. Such an odd ball out. Aw. I'm sure you weren't. Maybe you felt that way, Linnell, but I'm sure you weren't. Veronica said, that app is an Australian creation. Oh, nice to know. Um, Linnell said, my kids, though, vegan, non-dairy, etc. I cooked it all for them to stay strong with healthy humans. Beautiful. Linnell says, yes, do what works for the body. And Tiffany said, she didn't realize that, Veronica. That's awesome. Girlfriend, you are invited to my house anytime, Linnell says. Way to listen to your body. And it's right. And our body will always tell us, right? Um, our body lets us know when we're hungry. Our body lets us know when we're thirsty. Our body lets us know when we're tired. Sometimes we just don't want to listen to it because we want to do something else. How many times have you sat down to eat a meal and you, you realize you weren't really that hungry or not even hungry at all? But you ate anyway because it was mealtime. And then afterwards, you just feel sick because you're over overly stuffed. Um, be mindful about what you put into your mouth. <clears throat> now, I want to talk for a minute about something else that's called intermittent fasting. Now, when people hear the word fasting, they tend to freak out a little bit. I can't eat. I will starve. But intermittent, intermittent fasting, or IF for short, it's not like that at all. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. And first, I would like to just clarify that I am not a medical professional, and I am not by any means offering any medical advice. As always, you should consult with your doctor if you have any cares or concerns about your health. I just want to make you aware of things that are out there. So with, with IF, you have an eating window and a fasting window. During the eating window, you eat. During the fasting window, you fast. Um, this gives your, the time when you're fasting gives your body time to rest. So it's not constantly busy digesting food. Um, there are health benefits to this, but you will need to Google that for yourself. 
um, and do the research. Um, it is an, a lifestyle change that you can adapt to any type of schedule, whether you work days, nights, you know, afternoons, it doesn't matter. You cater it to your own schedule. So Google it because there's a ton of information out there on it. But just for example, some people, um, you know, will do it like, what is it, 18, 18 hours of fasting and eight hour window of eating. You can eat a lot of food in eight hours. You're not going to starve. But once you, once you have that cutoff time, it gives your body that time to rest. It gives your insides time to reset themselves. So you guys just check that out and, you know, see if you feel that's something that resonates with you. Linnell says, fasted once a month growing up. It was a church thing. I use it my own way now. Good for you. You know, and some people do fast. They do different kinds of fast for spiritual reasons or religious reasons. You just have to figure out, um, you know, what's beneficial to your body. Because we're all different, right? And you just go from there. And it's all just trial and error. Um, sometimes, like, I'll sit down to eat something and I just know right away how I'm going to feel after I eat it. And, you know, in the past, yes, I have eaten it anyway, and I felt just as crappy as I thought I would. But I'm starting to really key into the foods that make me feel very good after I eat them. And we don't have to eat until we're, you know, stuffed and, you know, just feeling sick. We just need to eat so that we're not hungry anymore. But that's not like what we've been taught. Um, and after you eat, assess how your body feels. Do you have that heavy, low energy feeling? Or are you feeling really light and energetic? Um, the way you feel after eating will give you clues. They will give you clues to what you should be eating and what is beneficial for your body. Your body is smart. It will let you know what it needs. It's very smart. You just have to listen. And you will intuitively know, but you just have to tap into that. Because our bodies are always telling us what we need. You know, our bodies are a vessel, a vessel for our soul. And we should treat it as such. You know, do we honor and respect it? Do you abuse it and fail to take proper care of it? Just remember, it's that housing for your soul. So you should take the utmost care of it. Because we want it to last as long as possible, right? And it's important to drink a lot of healthy water. Water hydrates us. Water keeps hunger pangs away. Um, a lot of times, and I've heard this many times, a lot of times when you feel like you're hungry, it's really that you're thirsty. And if you drink some water, not just a couple of sips, but maybe, you know, like a glass or two, um, you will notice a difference. And it also, drinking a lot of extra water or drinking a lot of water, also helps our bodies with all this energy that has been coming in. Water can cool us down when we're hot and it can warm us up when we're cold. Linnell says, upped my lemon water today. Thanks, tribe. Yes, lemon water is great if you have a headache. Um, I know Tiffany had, I've heard Tiffany mention it before and I heard Robin mention it and 
So one, one day I had a headache and I'm like, I'm going to try this. I can't understand how it's going to work, but I'm going to try it. And it does. It, it really works. And I was so amazed. It's also important to move your bodies. Now, it's not healthy to just sit or lay around all the time. We need to move. Um, whether it's walking, exercising, yoga, dancing around the kitchen, it doesn't matter. You just need to move and stretch, stretch your body, you know, fill those lungs and notice how your body feels when you do these things. When you get up in the morning and you stretch, oh, it's almost like this amazing energy just opens up in your body. Um, I have noticed that as a huge difference. They say you should stretch like a cat. But if you just get up and you just stretch, it feels really good. It feels really good. And, you know, some people might not be into like a big exercise program, but that's okay. Oh, Tiffany, thank you. She said, what a beautiful necklace I have on. Kristen got me this for Mother's Day with my cards. I love it. It's so pretty. <laughs> but thank you. Um, and we don't have to have like this rigorous exercise regimen, you know, just get out and walk. And if you get out and walk, you're going to be in nature too. And that's the next thing on my list to get outside, breathe in that wonderful air that's out there and that wonderful energy, breathe in that energy, fill those lungs up, listen to the birds, observe whatever else you see in here. You know, I go outside every morning with my coffee and I hear, unless it's raining, I hear the birds just, you know, they sound like a choir, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes they'll come up on the porch. And um, there used to be a time when I would go outside and not even notice that. But I'm a lot more mindful now of things like that. We also have a little frog or toad. I'm not sure. I haven't got close enough yet. But he was out there jumping around last night and uh, letting his presence be known. So that was pretty cool. And now this is the time of the year when we get to hear the crickets at night. I always like that sound. Um, when I lived in Sedona, I lived there for about five or six months many, many years ago. And I'd be walking around. And this is when they had the cicadas were out. And you could, they were in like the trees. You couldn't see them, but you could hear them. And, I, you know, I think I'm the only person I know that likes, I love the sound they make. I think it sounds awesome. And when you would start getting close to the tree, they would all stop. And then as you're walking away, they would all start again. Um, but really observe your surroundings when you're outside. You know, nature is very refreshing. Let the sun shine on your face. You know, that I love doing that when the weather's chilly. When you sit outside and that sun is on you and just warms you right up. It just feels so good. Veronica said, yes, I've been feeling the need to stretch a lot lately. It does feel really good. She said it feels so good. And it really does. I think it, it helps. I don't know exactly what it does, you know, scientifically or anything, but I just know that it feels good and I feel better after I do it. When um, else says that it's getting windy here, fingers crossed we stay on together. Well, I sure hope so, Linnell. 
Lamelle says these hills in San Francisco have all sorts of new parts talking with the body. Mm, that sounds interesting. Um, be mindful of what you watch and listen to. And some people will say that's kind of silly, but it's not. Um, you know, whether we're talking about television or radio, conversations, avoid gossip, avoid negative self-talk or negative talk, you know, to others as well. Use positive language. Your mind hears everything that you say and your body will respond to it. Only engage with things that resonate with your soul and are for your best and highest good. Um, you know, and I know we do, most people do this all the time, you know, the gossiping or putting themselves down. That's something, you know, that's easy to work on. Um, and it's something that's going to make you feel better about yourself. And I know we've talked about the negative self-talk so many times and how it has a lot to do with the self-love and the healing and positive affirmations. You know, if you have to, to remember, and it's so funny because I just had this vision or memory of when I talked to my mom about positive affirmations and how they can be so powerful. Well, she said, well, I'll just forget to do them. So we stuck them on the bathroom mirror. We stuck them like by the coffee pot, wherever we knew that she would be so that she would remember to do them every day. So if you have to do that, do that. If your bathroom mirror is just covered with affirmations, there's nothing wrong with that. Once you get used to saying these good things to yourself, these positive things to yourself, um, you are going to notice a difference in how you feel. And after a while, it's going to become like second nature. It's just going to be natural. Those things are going to flow out of your mouth instead of the negative stuff. And if, you know, and if you slip up and you hear yourself speaking to yourself poorly or in a negative way, um, you know, just turn it around because you don't want to be creating that negative energy for yourself. And that's what the negative self-talk will do. You know, if you're always putting yourself down and saying, oh, I'm so stupid. I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, your body is going to react to that. Your, your mind, of course, is going to react to that. And you're not going to be able to, you know, get very far. But when we talk positively to ourselves, um, we uplift ourselves all the time. And then it just becomes so natural. You'll notice you complimenting other people more. You will notice being a little kinder to others. Um, so it's, it, it has that ripple effect, just like most things that we do in our life. Um, remove yourself from toxic relationships and toxic situations. They're not good for you. Um, and they're not doing you any good by staying in them. Um, staying in them will actually do the opposite for you. After a long period of time, it's going to start causing some damage for you on every level. Um, you need to heal that. Um, you know, you could be in a toxic work environment and your boss might berate you every day or pick on you or whatever the situation may be. 
and you if you keep putting up with that, after a while, it's going to affect how you feel about yourself. You're going to start to believe those things because you hear them all the time. And your body is going to start believing them as well. And it's going to react. And it's so, so it's really important to remove yourself from situations like that. Now, I understand, you know, people have jobs and maybe they don't have the best work environment. But make the best out of what you do have. Maybe you can't just up and quit your job, but maybe you can slowly make improvements. Maybe you can be the example that you want to see. Treat other people the way you want them to treat you. And you know, I'll tell you, after a while, other people will see your example and they it will catch on. It might not improve everything 100%, but it will make a difference. Linnell says that she's going to post her cool crow chat the other day on Telegram. You know, there's a Goldilocks Productions Telegram group. And, you know, it's pretty awesome if anyone is interested. I'm sure Tiffany probably had the link up because I know she usually puts it in there. Um, you guys should come on over there and join in the group. It's pretty awesome. And let's see what we are talking about the toxic relationships yes and we need to heal that and we need to heal whatever in us is willing to accept that as our as our reality or our life um i heard this saying a long time ago and i always for years you know this is a long long time ago and i and i you know, I've always remembered it, but I always thought it was a bunch of hooey. And it was that people can only treat you um, the way you allow them to, or you allow people, you know, how to treat you or something to that effect. And I used to think that, how can that be true? And, you know, in the last 20 years, I realized that it's very true. When we let people walk all over us or, or when people walk all over us, I should say, you know, we let them. We aren't doing anything to stop it. And we're showing them that that's okay. Sure, go ahead. So they're going to do it even more. You know, you have to stand in your truth of who you are. You have to stand in your truth of you're not going to put up with that. You deserve better. You give yourself better and you will show other people how to treat you. Um, but when you're, you know, constantly putting yourself down and things like that, well, that kind of opens the door to attract more of that into your life. So if you're putting out that positive energy, that's what the universe is going to match and send back to you. Um, you need to take time for yourself. And yes, this is part of self-care, part of self-love. And it should be a part of everyone's daily routine. You need to recharge your energy. You need it. You need to have time to relax and renew yourself. And I love my alone time. I cherish it. I, I like to just be by myself, not all the time. But, you know, I have moments where I do. And in the evenings, I like my quiet alone time. I like to think. I like to meditate. Um, and I i mean, even I'm just sitting there, I turn the TV on and not even watching. I'm just kind of like, you know, 
in the zone, um, it feels really good. It feels good to have that time to myself. Um, you know, I know a lot of people's schedules are really busy. Some people have small children. It makes it more difficult. By the time the kids go to bed, you're exhausted. Um, maybe if you, you have to get up 20 minutes earlier in the morning, just go by yourself and have your cup of coffee, you know, before the kids get up. Um, if you have young children, take that time when they're napping. There's a lot of ways we can incorporate that into our, our daily schedule and our busy schedules. Because it's very important for us. Very important. And not the resting part, you know, to relax and that and de-stress a little bit because we all know that stress is not good for us. It affects us on every single level and relaxing and taking better care of yourself is going to help to reduce that stress level. And you know, if you uh, don't get a lot of that time, you know, sneak up to the bathroom, go in there and just take a, a bath. It doesn't have to be, you know, an hour long bubble bath. You can go sit in the water and just chill out for 20 minutes. You know, the kids are gonna, aren't going to miss you for 20 minutes unless you're a single parent. Then they will. And they could get into all kinds of chaos. But <clears throat> generally speaking, you know, that's that's an option. Anything that you can do that's going to help you. Hello, Heather. So nice to see you, Heather. Oh, I'm glad you're here. Um, <clears throat> loving yourself unconditionally. <clears throat> <clears throat> you know, don't say to yourself, well, I'll love myself more when, you know, I'm making 100K a year. I'll love myself more when I lose 30 pounds. I'll love myself more when I'm in a relationship. No, 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 no. Love yourself more now. And accept yourself for everything that you are. Heather, thank you. She said she loves the affirmation cards. I'm so glad. I am so glad. Veronica says, yes, I treasure whatever me time I can get. And it's essential for my mental health. I totally agree. I totally agree. Sometimes our days are so busy and full of chaos. We need that time to just decompress a little bit. Um, but loving yourself unconditionally. You know, do we put conditions on the love we have for our children? Do we say, well, I'll love you when you go clean up your room. I'll love you when you get straight A's. Um, I don't think most parents do that. I know there are some that, that are like that with their children. But that's unhealthy for both the parent and the child. Um, growing up, I always knew I was loved no matter what I did, no matter what I said. And, you know, that's a really safe place to be. And I've always, you know, my children grew up knowing that. They knew that there is nothing in this entire world that they could ever do or ever say that I would not still love them. I might not like what they they do or like what they say, but that is something separate from who they really are. We all go through things as we're growing and changing. Um, and they're all learning experiences. They're like stepping stones, right? I'm sure we all have things, you know, from the time we were born until now that we think, ugh, you know, 
I really wouldn't care for the world to know that happened or, you know, I feel like that was a mistake, but it wasn't. Everything happened the way it happened for your best and highest good, for your own evolution and growth on every level. And I truly, truly believe this. When you look back at different situations, at the time, you know, you thought it, it, your world was over. This was it. But then once you got a little bit past that, then you saw the opportunity for growth. Then you saw what the lesson was there. So, you know, we can learn from everything that we experience. And, you know, it's really good when we, when we do. Because when we don't, and the universe is trying to teach us a lesson, um, you know, it's going to try that first time. If we don't get it, it's going to come back a little bit harder at us. And it's going to try to show us that lesson again. And if we still don't listen, it's going to come back harder and harder until, you know, it practically paralyzes us. And then, you know, we then we're like, oh, yeah, oh, I finally get it. Now I know. Now I know what this means. Now I know what I'm supposed to do. And as we do this more and more in life and we pick up on these things, you know, we start learning from the second or third time. Then we start learning from the first time we get these messages or we get these opportunities or experiences to help us grow. And, you know, everything is either a blessing or a lesson. Most of the time, both. Because when we learn a lesson, that is a blessing, right? So loving yourself unconditionally is so important. And when you love yourself unconditionally, you show other people that that is how you want to be loved. So that's going to attract more unconditional love into your life. You know, we're like these magnets. This energy that we put out is exactly what, you know, it just goes right to that magnet and comes right to us. We attract it to ourselves. So think about that, you know, when you're doing something or saying something. Think about the energy that you're putting out there. Um, meditation can really help us, you know, in our headspace, in our spiritual, ooh, in our spiritual sense. Um, just to sit in silence for a little bit. And that also can help with our taking time for yourself. You know, just sit there. And many times when we do, you know, we just try to quiet our mind. You don't have to think, oh, you know, I've got all these thoughts coming in. No, just be still and listen. And you will receive messages to questions that you have been asking. You will receive answers. They will... Once you, you know, you quiet the mind and it's not so busy, those messages and answers will just flow. But we're too busy trying to think and figure it out and, um, you know, trying to put our own spin on it that we don't give spirit the opportunity to just flow into us and give us the answers. We kind of, hello, Melissa Parks watching on Rumble. Melissa is amazing. Melissa is the host of Joyful Findings on Fridays. You guys should tune in if you haven't watched her show before. And Sundays, 
course, Tiffany, our producer, has her amazing show, Spiritual Insight. She talks about some very different topics sometimes. <clears throat> so it's always really cool to see what her show is going to be about. In case you guys haven't seen it. Because I'll tell you, I was watching Goldilocks for the longest time and I didn't know Tiffany had a show. I don't know how I didn't know. But she has such a, um, like a, a calming, hmm, what is it? What word I was thinking of before? Um, nurturing kind of energy. So, you know, I've, I've noticed that with all the Goldilocks show hosts, we all have like a, a kind of a different energy, yet we all like work doing the same types of things. But it's just really interesting how like the energy will affect one person in one way and someone else in another way. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, you're welcome, Tiffany. It's true. Um, let's see, okay, so meditating. And then that does tie in with taking time for yourself and self-care. But meditating, um, you know, you you want to just totally lose yourself. You can go on a whole journey if you do like a guided meditation. Um, if not, I mean, just sitting there and meditating. You can put on your headphones with some cool music. Um, it's very enjoyable. It's extremely, extremely relaxing. And it will de-stress you. Once you get into it, like the first few times you do it, you, you'll probably be too busy thinking, um, I can't relax, I can't relax, I can't relax. That's how I was. And <clears throat> I hope I'm doing it right. And you're not, you know, you just sit there and just try to silence your thoughts, try to silence your mind. And <clears throat> still sometimes I'll get that one thought that'll kind of sneak in. And I'll be like, nope, go away. It's not time for you right now. And <clears throat> it can just be so beneficial overall. Um, choose to be happy. Happiness is a choice and we have to choose that every single day. When we do and we are happy, it raises our vibration. We don't need exterior things to make us happy. We don't need to have a million dollars. We don't need to be happy. We don't need to have a brand new car to be happy. Um, we need to be grateful for what we have. Um, have that attitude of gratitude because when you put that energy out there, that's what's going to come back to you, right? And the universe will bring you more things to be grateful for. But really feel that gratitude. Let it really resonate with you. Don't just say, oh, yes, thank you. I'm grateful. You have to really feel it and really mean it on a very deep level. It can't just be talk. You have to walk, walk your, walk your, walk your talk. Is that how that goes? Um, so being grateful was my next thing. Um, but, you know, happiness is um, very important. And there's nothing outside of you that can make you happy. You have to make yourself happy. No one else can do that for you. You have to choose to be happy. Then all these other things that come along, you know, the great job, the new house, the car, the new um, romantic interest, whatever. Those are just like perks. It's like the cherry on top of the ice cream. But we have to be happy ourselves first. 
we cannot put that responsibility onto anybody else. You know, you hear, and I, I, you hear all the time, and then you hear this like in movies, and you hear people say it all the time when a couple gets together, and like, oh, he just makes me so happy. Mm -mm. He doesn't make you happy. You are, you feel happy, but when you're with him, I'm sure that expands, but he is not the one to make you happy. What happens if he's gone? Are you just miserable the rest of your life? No, we have to choose to be happy. <clears throat> getting enough rest and getting enough sleep. Now, I have to say, sometimes I'm very guilty of not doing that. Because, you know, I might be working on something, working on a project, and I'm like, oh, I think I'll burn the midnight oil tonight. And then the next day, I just feel like crap. I have found if I kind of go to bed about the same time every every night and get up at the same time the next morning, um, it helps. It helps to keep me on a regular schedule. Now, figure out how much sleep your body does need. You know, I used to get by fine with four hours, maybe five. No, I need more now. I'm not sure why. I've heard as you get older, you need less sleep, but I seem to need more. But when I was younger, man, yeah, and I could stay up all night and not be feeling it. That doesn't happen anymore. Um, but pay attention to how you feel when you wake up. You know, do you feel rested? Do you feel like this is a good time for you to get up? You know, when you get up, do you feel energetic? Do you feel really sluggish? And I know not everybody is a morning person. And sometimes they're just kind of dragging. But... I have noticed myself, I used to get up at 6.30 every morning and I set my alarm, but I would usually wake up before it went off. And I even do this on the weekends. I don't, I don't sleep in um, because when I do sleep in, I feel tired all day. I mean, even if I sleep till like nine o'clock, I feel tired all day. I feel very sluggish. I have no energy and I don't like feeling like that. So that's why I try to maintain that schedule all the time. But one thing I have noticed is if I get up about 5 or 5.30, I feel even better. I feel very energetic that early in the morning. I feel, I don't know, I just feel like I have a lot more energy. My body feels, you know, like it's functioning very well. And I like doing that. <coughs> But notice how you feel when you get up. Do you feel really tired? Do you feel really rested? You'll be able, your body will let you know, you know, the amount of hours of sleep you need. It will let you know, you know, if you do better getting up earlier or getting up a little later or going to bed earlier or staying up later. It will let you know. But just notice how you are feeling and let your body be an indicator for you. You know, all of these things that we put into our body, that's what we're going to get out of it. So if you're putting in something really positive, really negative, um, you know, food that makes you feel sluggish and tired, um, you're not sleeping, you're not, you're overworking, um, you're going to get negative results from that. Now you put positive things into your body 
you know, you drink a good amount of water, you get the amount of sleep that your body tells you you need. You eat the kinds of foods that gives you energy and makes you feel um, feel better. And you're going to get positive results from that. Um, I mean, it's all up to us what we choose to do. But just remember that your body is a vessel for your soul. And you want to take the best care of it that you can because we want it to keep working for us. You know, just like with your car. When your car needs a tune-up, if you don't take it in, what happens? Eventually, it's going to break down. If we don't give our bodies what we need, um, you know, after a while, if it's not getting what it needs, the same thing's going to happen. It's going to break down and leave us stranded. Um, so it's really important to key into those things. But intuitively, you will know what they are. Veronica says, I agree. I feel much better sticking to a sleep schedule with the occasional afternoon nap. Yes. And you know, I read many years ago that a nap is very beneficial to you. Um, you know, not like a two-hour nap, but just like a short nap, like 30, 40 minutes, I heard, can make a person more productive. Um, I have on occasion done that, just like dozed off just because I was tired, and it did rejuvenate me. But if you go longer than you, your body needs, no, it's not good. It will have the opposite effect. So... You know, just remember that we get out of it what we put into it. Um, you know, pay attention to your food. Pay attention to your body. Pay Your body will tell you everything you need to know about food, about water, about rest, about, you know, you'll know if you need maybe to supplement your your diet with, with supplements or vitamins or whatever. Your body will tell you what it needs. <clears throat> We just don't always choose to listen. So try to tune into that more. Be more mindful of that. And see if you don't notice a difference. Um, now, next week, I'm real excited. I know some of you joined in after I said this. But this summer, I'm going to do what I did last summer and have um, a bunch of special guests. And um, I've already got the guests lined up for the words of wisdom for the summer. So I'm really excited about that. And <clears throat> the first guest is going to be next Wednesday, June 1st. And it's going to be Paige Sullivan Ashmore. And you guys probably all saw her on either Tiffany's show or Robin's show. She does the past life readings. And she is absolutely amazing. Every time she's been on a sh one of the shows, she has blown everybody away. Um, she has a very amazing gift, and she has agreed to come on and share it with everyone. So I'm real excited about that. And in June, I believe it's the 22nd, Laura Ramiro is going to be here for the Words of Wisdom segment. Now, you probably remember Laura, her show, um, Angels and Healing Light. Um, was on Goldilocks for a, a, a long time, and um, she's she does the angel beautiful angel card readings. But she is going to be here for the words of wisdom to talk about her healing process, healing from grief and loss. So I'm really looking forward to that. She's really excited about coming on. 
So that's going to be a great show. And we have um, quite a few guests lined up. You know, I'll let you guys know more next week, but I don't want to give it all away. Um, I know Carolyn mentioned on her show that she would be coming on. Off the top of my head, I don't know if that's June or July. I want to say it might be June, but I think it's, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, Tiffany said it's a great summer lineup. I agree. I agree. And I think it will just be fun to do something a little bit different with the special guests. I don't have special guests on like a ton, like throughout the year, but I think it's a nice way to, to plan the summer. Um, and you know, some of these people you, you may not have ever seen before. So it will, you know, be fun for you guys to meet someone new. Um, and get some new experiences. So I think that would be really great. Um, anybody here have some fun summer plans yet? Hmm. I think I'm just going to be, well, I'm going to be starting next month. I'm going to be at the Magnolia Metaphysical Fair. Uh, the third Saturday of the month, and I'm I'm super excited about this. It's it looks like a beautiful area, surrounded by nature, and I'm gonna set up all my my stuff that I make and do some readings. And yes, it's gonna be hot for the first time, but starting in July, they're changing the times, so it will be like four in the afternoon till ten at night, so it'll be a lot cooler. Once the sun starts to go down here, it the temperature drastically drops, which is wonderful because when you have those really hot days, you know, you know it's not going to last forever. Um, so that's going to be really fun. And I love doing those metaphysical fairs because all the people that are there, you know, are doing the same types of things. You know, some of them will make the, the candles. Some of them will make, um, oh, I don't know, other things. But... It's just really cool to go around and talk to the different people. It's a great, it's a great energy. That's what it is. It's a great energy. I did a one, another different one right before the shutdown. And I did it for a few months and I loved it. The people there were so amazing. The energy, you could just feel the place was just lit up. And so that's why I'm really looking forward to this one. You know, some of the other craft shows and things that I do are like Christmas ones or, well, that's pretty much what I've stuck to is the Christmas ones. Because um, it's just not always an environment that's that's always welcoming of like the kinds of things I do. So I got to get with my, my own people, I guess. Well, thank you guys so much for being here tonight. Veronica's hibernate. Oh, yes, Veronica, you're going into winter, aren't you? Wow, I didn't even think about that because Veronica's in Australia. Mm. Um, so anyways, I hope you guys will come back next week when Paige will be here. Um, I know she's going to do some amazing messages. And I want to thank everyone for being here. And I will see you next time. You guys have a great, great week. And I love you all. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 